Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome to Storytime with Pete on this day. Certainly hope you are well. Hope you're feeling good. This afternoon, I actually did something that's pretty unique for me. You know that I'm a huge fan of film scores. You know that one of my heroes is the maestro John Williams. There are other composers I enjoy, such as Michael Giacchino, or Hans Zimmer, or Howard Shore. There's lots of film composers I've, I've uh, taken a dive in over the past few years. But lately, I have taken a dive into the classical world. Now, I took one when I took a music appreciation course back in 2010. But this round of musical exploration or classical exploration is led by myself, really, and what my spirit appreciates. And today, or more accurately this afternoon, I took a listen for... I took a listen to the first symphony by Tchaikovsky. Now, in his lifetime, Tchaikovsky wrote six. Um, and I listened to it all the way through. And I really dig it. I like uh, his use of melody, his different colors with the instrumentation he brought out. And uh, I have five more to listen to, but I really dig Tchaikovsky so far. I decided to start with the symphonies. Um, and I'm not disappointed in the least at all, really, by the first symphony of Tchaikovsky. Uh, it's quite an enjoyable listen, and I can't wait to explore more of his music. Um, he wrote a lot in his lifetime. I gotta go back to the Wikipedia page and, and find out and see if I can find all of his works. Um, we will see what I can explore. Um, the internet allows you to explore the classical world in many, many facets, in many, many forms, and I'm excited. But I'm also excited in, a, in the coming days around the 28th of March. I thought it was the 26th. I thought it was the, the day my niece turns 19 officially. But as it turns out, it's the 28th, a couple days afterwards. Apple Music is releasing a separate classical music app. And calling it Apple Music Classical. And it's going to take a deep dive into the world of classical music. And at launch, I think there's going to be something like 5 million albums. Um, which is insane to me. Um, and I hope to take a deeper dive into the world of classical music, and I hope it includes a larger uh, exploration or a larger library of Debussy, because I am a huge Debussy fan, and I would like to take a deep dive into his compositions, Claude Debussy, the what some people call impressionist French composer even though he was not a fan of the term impressionist at all. He was one of the last composers of the 19th century and um, was someone who 
was a early forefront into what you might consider the 20th century style, even though he was um, largely composing within the 19th century. Uh, he hated the term impressionist, but that's kind of what he was. Um, I hope to take a deeper dive and a deeper look into his catalog and everything so we will see what apple music classical offers on the on in in the forefront or on the uh as far as debussy goes and we'll be exploring a lot more i'm also excited because a lot of what i hear is that what you're gonna see with this new app is spatial audio music so Spatial Audio Classical is going to be fun. I got a camera piece, which will help me uh, head towards lossless audio. But my next piece that I'm going to buy is a DAC, a high-resolution DAC. And um, I'll be getting that at some point very soon. Um... But I got the camera piece to get the lossless journey started. And uh, we'll see what the classical music app looks like when it's delivered on uh, March 28th. All right, everybody. That's kind of the meditation that's on my heart this evening and what I'm thinking about this evening. I will see you again tomorrow um, for another installment or the second installment of the week. Until then, may grace and peace be with you. Enjoy your evening, everybody. Okay? Be well. Greetings, friends. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to Storytime with Pete. It is evening as I record this. Tuesday evening. And I'm feeling quite good. While simultaneously being exhausted. After meeting that went well. We are in the portion of the pastoral search phase. Where I cannot talk much about that. At least for the time being. Because of the level we're we're at. Where we're getting ready to talk to people. And connect with people. And. And uh, really get connected with it. I can't talk about it much for confidentiality's sake. But I will say um, that I believe that I've got a good team behind me and in front of me, with me. And we're going to do the best we can to do the best for our community. Um... It's going to be, we're going to try our best to find a really great fit for us. And I can tell you that my team, or the team that I'm connecting with, is really passionate about delivering us a password that's going to be a great fit. For as long as we possibly can. We are in an age... 
and a spirituality where church isn't the first thing that people think about. And it's not like it was 20, 30, even 15 years ago. Uh, The church culture has changed tremendously. And it's a new time and a new space. Yet, Jesus is still... prevalent and important to many and I believe that the team I have standing beside me with me in front of me um, I believe that we as a team are going to do the best we can to bring a a bright future to the next season of the, the United Church of Christ in Big Rapids And that's what we're really, really hoping for. Really, really hoping for. Um, Please keep us in your prayers. Send us good vibes for those of you who might might be within earshot listening to this. We're going to do our best. Um, And hopefully it leads to good things. Now, not not just good things, but great things great things uh, I just saw changing subjects I just saw that in the year 2023 according to a YouTube video at least I'll have to do more research on it to find out that in 2033 10 years from now Batman goes into the public domain I'm going to have to do more research on it I can't think that, or it's really hard for me to think that he won't remain a DC property. I can't, I can't think that Batman is going to set in that space for too long. That's just my personal opinion. DC is going to want to keep him, the character of Batman, as an entity. And I just can't not see him going outside of it. It's too big. It's Batman is one of the most successful characters in the history of DC. And whether you're talking about uh, Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck, uh, Christopher Nolan, and Christian Bale playing Bruce Wayne and Batman, or even Kevin Conroy doing, you know, the animated series character. It's a huge part of the DC franchise, and I can't see it going another direction or going going another way. I think, in my personal opinion, that DC is going to want to snatch that property up and say, "Hey, it's it's ours. It's going to stay ours." Um, but that's just my personal thought on it. I just thought that would be an interesting little tidbit. To add to the podcast today, um, I thought it was interesting to hear that 
it is the source of one YouTube video. I'm going to see what I can find more on it, if there's any more truth to it. Um, but yeah, um, keep us in your prayers. We hope that good things will come to our little community of Big Rapids, Michigan, our, our you know, you know, our space and place. Uh, I can't wait to see what happens, and I'm going to try to remain as optimistic as I can and, and be in a good space to offer up what I can and hoping for a bright future for us all within the United Church of Big Rapids. All right, everybody, grace and peace. Talk to you again soon. Be well. Greetings, everyone. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to the podcast. Hope this midweek segment on this episode finds you well and that you're doing okay. I am excited because in just a few minutes after I record this podcast, I'm going to begin watching the third season of Superman and Lois. I can't wait to see what they do this year based upon the cliffhanger that we got left with last year at the end of season two. The Fortress of Solitude has been built for the family in the Arctic and, uh, It'll be interesting to see what happens next. We have a new actor taking over the role of Jonathan this year. Different person. Uh, I hope that it is not glaringly noticeable and he just kind of flows in there and uh, sinks in well. And it's not, uh, well, it's uh, it's going to be a new guy, obviously, play, playing Jonathan or a new uh, actor playing Jonathan. But hopefully... He's kind of seamless and he just goes in there pretty decently. Um, we'll see what it's like this year. I, I'm excited. And uh, I'm, I'm really impressed with the special effects budget of this version of Superman. It looks really good. Movie-esque, even though it's a TV show and it's done well and it's done right. And uh, I'm excited to dive back in, see what happens this year over the course of 15, 16 episodes or so maybe. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what the number is going to be for this year. I don't know if there will be a uh, season beyond. We'll have to wait and see. Um, depends on how well this season goes. And if it moves forward positively, which I hope it does knock on wood. Superman's my favorite DC character. And I'd love to see a really well done uh, Superman show last a while, knock on wood. Because a really good Superman show, if it's done right, still has legs. As far as I'm concerned, I, and I hope it continues to do well and develop and grow for the CW. And uh, I would hate to see it go early. Um, but let's keep a positive open mind about it and say that let's see some really cool things happen this year. And then we'll move forward when we know more about a possible future. Um, ahead but for now let's let's just enjoy season 3 and see what happens uh, I'm really excited to see what happens to Superman and Lois and the kids and how things move forward with John Henry Irons I hope he remains to be uh, a strong character this year and an ally for Clark uh, 
because John Henry Irons has not been explored in the television universe before. Neither has Natasha Irons uh, or Nat, Natalie, um, as she's being presented in this version of the show. I'm really excited to see what happens and how it continues and moves forward. So, yeah, I'm just not going to make any predictions because I really don't know what's going to happen within the writing this year. I just know it's going to be good. And I'm praying and hoping that as a Superman fan, we get another enjoyable season out of this. All right, everybody, that's basically what's on my heart for this evening. I will bid you adieu and we'll talk about the episode in my next installment, which, of course, will be at some point tomorrow. Okay? In the meantime, may grace and peace be with you. You are loved. Have some fun. Enjoy life. You are blessed. Grace and peace. Greetings, friends. Happy Thursday. Welcome to Storytime with Pete. Hopefully you're doing well on this day and you are blessed and you're feeling good. I am on a bit of a musical mission today. I'm I'm exploring new things all the time and discovering new things all the time. I I made a resolution this year to listen to a lot of new stuff um, that I hadn't necessarily explored before. Uh, In this case, however, I'm going to talk about an album that I've known about for a long time. Um, but I never really gave that much attention. George Harrison's 1974 release, Extra Texture. Um, it's really good stuff. Really enjoying it. Um, it was written during a time where he was going through some stuff. Some personal turmoil. He's headed towards divorce. He was doing some very druggy things, partying, you know, being sort of irresponsible. Um... And it was just a dark time for him. But out of that came Extra Texture. And it's not one of the most well-known George Harrison albums in his discography. In fact, it's probably not one some not ones like super fans go to and things, but it's pretty decent. Um, the only other album I haven't really touched, I think, and I'd have to double check to be sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna check the George Harrison section of Apple Music here. Uh, the only other one I haven't really touched, lyrically speaking, is what I think is Dark Horse. Let me see. Um, and of course, there was his instrumental albums in. Uh, actually, Extra Texture was 75, not 74. Dark Horse was 74. Um, Dark Horse became, came, was a thing before Extra Texture. So I kind of actually did that backwards a little bit. But I'm going to listen to Dark Horse next. And then, of course, he's got a couple instrumental albums I haven't really touched yet. Wonderwall Music and Electric Sound. Uh, definitely going to check those out. Wonderwall Music was for a avant-garde soundtrack to an avant-garde film. Uh, sort of sorts um, back in 68 yeah 68 I found that out yesterday looking at the date here on George Harrison's discography I uh, but yeah um, 
I'm gonna check out Dark Horse next and just see what the album is like. Alright, that's gonna fill the gap and give you guys an episode for this Thursday. Hope you are doing well. Stay safe, be well, and be blessed. And I'll talk to you again soon. Oh, and really quickly, I did promise you on the last episode that I was going to check out Superman. Um, Superman and Lois. It was a good premiere, and I think the cliffhanger that we have with Lois and what's going on with her right now is going to be a really cool element for this season. Hopefully it's not like a tragic element or a bad element. Maybe something will come out of this. But it was a good start to Superman and Lois yesterday, and I'm excited to see what happens this season. So there's a report on that. Other than that, I will call you blessed and bid you adieu and say I'll talk to you in the morning or tomorrow at some point. I don't know if it'll be morning, mid-afternoon, or evening, but I'll talk to you. Okay? Be safe, everybody. God bless. Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday, and happy St. Patrick's Day. Hope everyone who's celebrating today stays safe and is still experiencing, or will still experience, a joyous St. Patrick's Day. Um, I'm not going to have any green beer, because I never can, because technically, uh, food coloring is something that I'm majorly allergic to, and it affects me a lot worse than, say, dairy. I've gotten to a point, though, where dairy, my dairy allergy is not anywhere near as fearsome as it used to be. I can remember back in the day when my dairy allergy was not a good thing and it's much more built up to a positive way these days to where it barely affects me. Um, And uh, I can pretty much eat dairy as normal now and not not be too affected but I have not been able to get to the same place with food coloring and different um, color dyes because or food dye because there's a more severe effect for me usually than uh, than what happens when I have dairy Um, I haven't been able to overcome that one But I haven't tried to overcome that one. Uh, Just because the reaction that I get when I have dairy products is pretty much a uh, stuffy nose. Or that used to be the case. Let me put it that way. Not so much the case anymore. I don't really have a... I don't have major problems with dairy, but... Let's just say the reaction to something with food coloring in, in it is far more severe than it is to say have something with dairy in it um but we're probably not gonna go out somewhere again for a while because uh i don't know if i told you this on the podcast last week 
but we went out to Chuberg's, which is a local bar and grill here. It's been around in town since about 1933-ish, right? Uh, I think it's 33. And we took my niece there last weekend. At least I think it was last weekend, yeah. For sure it was last weekend when she stayed with us because her and my nephew Devin really like certain burgers there. My 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 nephew likes the Bulldog Burger. And my, my niece got a different burger, but I don't recall what it was. But my sister decided to pick her up from us early. Uh, not early, early, but when she picked her up, or when she made the plans to pick her up, she decided with my schedule and her schedule, uh, it would be easier to have the birthday party uh, this weekend instead of the weekend of the 20. 20- Sixth, which is her actual birthday. She was, she was, um, Grace was born on the 26th of March. And so we had it last weekend instead of, um, anywhere remotely close to her birthday, which was okay. Um, I gave her a card, some money, and I think my mom and dad gave her a card and some money. Um, but I also gave her a water bottle that was I was using for a while, but I found that the water bottle was too big. I got a 64 ounce a few months ago thinking it would be something that I could carry around and and used pretty easily, but it actually was pretty heavy uh, when it was full and everything. So I was lucky enough to find a smaller one thanks to my mom. So my mom went to the store and bought me one that was half the size. And I used that one instead of the 64-ounce one. And I gave the 64-ounce bottle to my niece as an extra present because... She wanted a workout bottle. I said, well, I got one, but it's kind of it's kind of heavy. You want it? She said, yeah, I'll take it. So I gave her that one. I gave her my old one, and she now owns it. All right, everybody. May grace, peace, love be with you on this Friday and always. I'll talk to you again soon. Have a great weekend. That's basically what was on my heart. Be safe. And enjoy yourself this weekend, okay? I'll talk to you again on Monday. See you soon. Or, more accurately, you'll hear me soon, but you won't see me. Grace and peace, regardless.